Before we get to this episode, just to say thanks to everyone who's bought my new book, Champion Thinking, How to Find Success Without Losing Yourself. Published by Bloomsbury, the response has been terrific. It's an Amazon bestseller. It's been top 20 in the airport charts consistently, and the reviews have been terrific right across the board. And if you like this episode that you're about to hear on Flow, you'll be sure to enjoy Champion Thinking. Head to my website, simonmundy.com or Amazon, Waterstone, Smiths, places like that to get your copy. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to this bite-sized episode of Life Lessons with me, Simon Mundy, where I take one specific nugget from a previous conversation and have a closer look. So, New Year is upon us and lots of people will, of course, have been making resolutions and goals to exercise more. In many cases, that means, for example, joining a gym, doing workouts at home or looking to start a running habit. However, one area that is incredibly good for our health and doesn't perhaps get the recognition it deserves is simply walking. Most of us are leading more sedentary lives these days, certainly more so than previous generations. And that was the case even before working from home became so commonplace. But it comes at a big cost to our health, including our mental health. Now, Professor Shane O'Mara wrote a fantastic book called In Praise of Walking. And after reading it, I was really inspired to significantly up my step count. And that meant walking before work, at lunch breaks and going for long walks at weekends. And during my conversation with Shane, he explained what we can learn from certain indigenous tribes who spend their days walking and the incredible benefits that they enjoy as a result. In this short episode, he also talks about how certain key personality traits can be positively impacted by upping your step count. And he finishes by talking about the impact walking can have on mental health and depression. Now, this time of year does lend itself to hibernation, which might mean not doing high intensity training or running and that kind of thing. In this house, it means earlier nights, candles at dinner time and around the house and long walks wrapped up warm. And I can sincerely say, talking to Shane 
had a profound effect on my walking habits and that of my family, and it could do on yours too. So here is Professor Shane O'Mara. Let's talk about the health benefits. So Hippocrates, one of the most outstanding figures in the history of medicine, the father of medicine, as he's known by many, came out with the quote, didn't he, that walking is the best medicine. Now, we're very much a sedentary bunch, aren't we? Dodgy hips myself from sitting down too much, weak, sleepy glutes. Um, and you say inactivity means less muscle volume, less muscle strength. But interestingly as well, it means our brains start to wither. Yeah, of course. And we have bodies that are built for movement and we have bodies that profit from and get back from movement. Um, so to give you a simple example, we now know, for example, that uh, if you're engaging in lots of walking, uh, the kind of inflammatory factors in the bloodstream drop down when you do lots of walking and molecules produced in muscle leak into the brain and facilitate resilience in your brain. So there's one that goes by the the uh, acronym SMVEGF, which stands for Skeletal Myofiber Vascular Endothelial Growth Factor. Right. And, and when you unpack that, uh, all it really refers to is a molecule that helps uh, the vasculature, in other words, the blood network in your brain, to grow to support the activity of brain cells. Um, and uh, we know also that walking causes, or an act movement generally, causes all sorts of other positive changes within the brain and body. You've, your blood pressure changes, your metabolism steps up, steps up, your heart rate changes, lots and lots of other things go on. You said on. the gut as well, it helps yeah. the gut. Yeah, so there are some remarkable studies showing that actually uh, uh, the passage of food is facilitated um, when people engage of lots of walking. So rather than taking, um, you know, your constipation pill or whatever it happens to be, <laughs> you might find that actually going for a good walk is a much better and uh, more secure route to getting enduring relief. Are we doing much less walking now than we used to do? Yes, absolutely. You know, um, the, uh, in this city, for example, uh, 120 years ago, the average workman walked between 8 and 10 miles a day, every day, uh, whereas now people drive. Uh, if you look at people who are living uh, kind of ancestral lifestyles, hunter-gatherers, uh, males typically walk between 15 and 17 miles a day, five or six days a week, and females typically walk 13 to 15 miles a day, again, five or six days a week. Um, and what you see in those populations is that they have heart health uh, equivalents that are absolutely remarkable. So uh, there's a, a, a tribe in South America, in the South American jungle, the, the Samani, and the average 80-year-old Samani has the heart health of a 50-year-old American. Yeah. Uh, it's really, really quite remarkable. And do you uh, put that almost solely down to they the They engage in low-level activity all day long. Uh, they live in the forest and they're continually moving. They don't spend much time sitting around. Uh, and what else is it? They don't smoke. Um, yeah. So smoking isn't contributing to it. They have Not diet. Not much sugar. No, yeah. they have very little by way of processed food. They have honey um, as a sweetener. They use uh, squashed fruits as sweeteners. They certainly eat meat and they have a, a diet uh, consisting largely of unprocessed food. So it's all of those kinds of things. But we hear obviously about the processed food, the smoking regularly. But, yeah. But it's the walking that we walking, don't necessarily. We don't hear, hear a about huge the walking. Amount. No. Uh, the reality is that you know when we look at activity and its relationship to obesity, uh, we have uh, 
two competing tendencies in every human. We have this ability to keep moving for very, very long periods of time, principally evolved to allow us to harvest food. Uh, and we also are lazy in the specific sense of wanting to conserve energy. And these two things compete with each other. And the second one is winning in our modern world. Well, it's increasingly easy to be lazy. Of course. If we're hungry, we'll be able to just pop out and get food. We solved the food sourcing problem in the modern world. What we haven't done is engineer our, our workspaces, our home spaces, our, our shared urban spaces to encourage us to walk more without thinking about it. And that's the key thing. This should be effortless. It, it should be something that so many don't wake up every morning and go, oh, I have to walk 15 miles today. They get up, they get their stuff together and they go off and hunt, they go food gathering and it's just what they do. And uh, we do not have a modern society designed around the idea that we should be walking. There are five factors of personality. If ocean, think, as it's referred to. Ocean. So if you can explain what they are, but it's interesting where you also explain how a lack of activity, our sedentary lifestyle has a negative effect. So what, three of them, was it? Yeah, yeah. So um, there's a, a fair degree of consensus now that we we uh, have, a, everyone has a personality that reflects five different factors. So this is referred to as o, uh, ocean, as a, a simple way of remembering it, openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, uh, I've forgotten what A stands for. Isn't that <laughs> terrible in your neuroticism? Um, and uh, what you see in if if you track people over the and you give them repeated personality tests, um, and uh, you track changes in the personality, and you look at the type of lifestyle the person has, what you find is that they uh, become less open to experience over time. Um, they uh, become less extroverted over time, even if they were not particularly extroverted to begin with. And they also become more neurotic uh, over time. So you have a triad of, of uh, uh, unpleasant symptoms that go together as the result of having an, a sedentary lifestyle. And uh, the contrary case is also true. There's, uh, if you track people who are active, uh, what you find is that they are much less likely to succumb to many of the diseases that go with a sedentary lifestyle and they show many fewer, if none, of the changes that happen as a result of being sedentary. In this day and age as well, lots of people are suffering with things like anxiety, with depression. Rates appear to be soaring to, to some degree. Yeah, no, they are. They, like the World Health Organization has suggested that for non-communicable diseases, depression is going to be the number one condition that we're going to have to deal with uh, by the mid-2020s. Uh, um, and it's clearly the case that rates of depression in the Western world or in the developed world have been rising over the past 30 years. And it's not a problem to do with overdiagnosis. It's rising uh, in part uh, as a result, perhaps, of urbanisation. But uh, what we can say is that um, if you look at levels of activity in individuals and you track the amount of walking that they do, for every level of walking that you engage in above the most sedentary, you are less likely to succumb to depression. So it may well be the case that uh, there's a kind of a, a sedentary component to the, the onset of depression. Now, there may be w many other things as well. There may be an inflammatory component. There, there's a life stress component. You know, there's lots of different things going on there. But um, at least one of them is a modifiable factor, and that's the amount of movement that we engage in.
Thank you for listening to this bite-sized episode of Life Lessons. I highly recommend Shane's book. It's called In Praise of Walking. It had a big impact on my step count. And I would encourage you to try and up yours too, whatever your current score is on the pedometer. And that could mean going for walks before work and at lunchtime having big walks at the weekend. And instead of sitting down for a coffee with a friend, why not get them to go and have that chat on the move? And then you get a double bang for your buck, connection and conversation with a friend and significant benefits for body and mind from being outside walking. Anyway, food for thought. That's it for now. Until next time, goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.